Hey everyone, welcome to episode 79 of Something Worth Thinking About. In today's podcast, we want to hear the incredible words of Romans chapter 8, verse 37, that we are super, hyper, mega, ultra conquerors through Christ Jesus our Lord. Even when all the evidence suggests that we are losing and all hope is lost, The reality is that we are more than conquerors and will overcome because we belong to the eternal fellowship of God, specifically the God who suffered and died and overcame death and all of the powers of darkness by his resurrection back to life on the third day. Since we belong to this fellowship, since we belong to Christ, Since the spirit that raised Jesus back to life now lives in us, we really and truly are more than conquerors. Today's reading will be Romans chapter 8, beginning in verse 28 through verse 39. In this section of this ancient apostolic letter to the church in Rome, the Apostle Paul gives us this incredibly triumphant language that we can and will overcome everything, absolutely everything, through Christ Jesus our Lord. We don't just overcome, we don't just survive or get by by the skin of our teeth. We are more than conquerors through Him who loved us. But before we read this section of Romans 8, I want us to take a moment to get our bearings in this letter. Unfortunately, we have a tendency to read scripture in little mini bite-sized nuggets, and we may read two or three verses or even a whole section uh, within a chapter like, for example, Romans 8, 28 through 39. And then we immediately sort of hunker down to ask our questions about the text and what it is saying to us without spending a lot of time asking ourselves, how does this passage fit into the larger conversation of this letter? Most of what constitutes the New Testament are letters written by the apostles to churches and individuals who lived long ago in a faraway land in a very different time and culture. And we need to take that into account as we read these letters. And the best way to read any letter is always to read it all at once so that we see how it all fits together. And typically, as we read through the New Testament, that's not what we do. We read just a bite-sized chunk at a time. So, with all that in mind, as we think about what we've been thinking about for the last few podcasts, as we read through Romans, From beginning to end, we are told and reminded that we are all saved by the grace of God. No one is perfect. We all get that. So that means that no one will stand righteous before the Lord on the basis of how good they are. All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. We are all saved and made right before God on the basis of the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Salvation and righteousness is a gift 
from the Lord. It is grace through and through, and this is true for absolutely everyone. There is no exception to this truth. And as a result of that, there is nothing to haggle about in our salvation. We don't ask, was this person or that person really good enough to be right before the Lord? Because the short answer to that will always be no. But Paul tells us that this is the wrong question. The question about our good standing before God is limited exclusively to whether or not the sacrifice, death, blood, and resurrection of Jesus are enough to save us, redeem us, and bring us into a right standing before God. And the gospel of Jesus Christ our Lord declares, yes, it is. Uh, Otherwise, Christ has died for nothing. And Paul has also explained to us that when we were baptized into Christ, we were buried with Christ, baptized literally into his death and united with Jesus in his death and in his resurrection life. In Christ Jesus, we have crossed over from death to life. We have been set free from the power of sin, and we now live by the Spirit of God. And all of this is fellowship with God, fellowship of God through and through. We have fellowship with God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. God has done this. God has done this. We haven't done this. God has done this. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord God has made all of this happen. We are now children of God, heirs of God, and co-heirs with Christ. If, I remind us, if we share in the sufferings of Christ so that we may also share in his glory. This absolute and total sharing and participation in the full fellowship of God that includes sharing in the sufferings of Christ is the backdrop for everything that we will now hear in Romans chapter 8 verses 28 through 39. And in this short passage, the Apostle Paul walks us through a lot of the different ways in which we might participate or share in the sufferings of Christ. Because Paul wants us to understand and to realize that none of these things can separate us from the love of Christ. Whatever sufferings we may experience in this life, Paul says that we are more than conquerors in all of these things. So let's hear now how he expressed this long ago in Romans chapter 8, beginning in verse 28. And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. For those God foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. And those he predestined, he also called. Those he called, he also justified. Those he justified, he also glorified. What then shall we say in response to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, 
how will he not also along with him graciously give us all things? Who will bring any charge against those whom God has chosen? It is God who justifies. Who then is the one who condemns? No one. Christ Jesus, who died more than that, who was raised to life, is at the right hand of God and is also interceding for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? As it is written, for your sake, we face death all day long. We are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Just let those words sink in and embrace them for the truth that they are. I love this image that Paul gives us in verse 37. We are more than conquerors. The Greek term here translated as more than conquerors is a compound word that is essentially hyper Nike. Nike as in think of all things, the label Nike and the swoosh that you see uh, on all kinds of athletic apparel. We all know that hyper, or we all know what hyper is, uh, and we also know that Nike is the Greek term for victory or conqueror. And so the Greek language here is actually uh, better expressed, I think, this way. Instead of hearing more than, it is we are super, mega, ultra, hyper conquerors through Christ. We are not barely getting by, barely getting through, but instead through Christ, we are crushing it. Through Christ, we are invincible. Nothing can stop us, hinder us, or defeat us. Not death, not demons, not any power or anything else in all of creation. So I encourage you today to embrace this gospel truth as gospel truth for you. You are in Christ, through Christ, a super, mega, ultra, hyper conqueror. You can face anything and overcome it because you belong to Christ. You belong to the fellowship of God. Since God is the one who has justified you, there is no one to condemn you, no matter what. Christ Jesus, the very Son of God, is at the right hand of God interceding for you in absolutely every accusation that Satan or anyone else might bring against you before the Lord. Why? Why is Christ doing this? Because you belong to Christ. You belong 
to God. The Spirit of God and of Christ lives in you. You belong to the fellowship of God. You belong to the family of God. And nothing but no one can ever separate you or pull you away from this God-ordained reality. God has done this, and no one and nothing can ever undo this. And this is why Paul says that the likes of ordinary people like you and me, that in every situation that life and Satan can throw at us, we are super, mega, ultra, hyper conquerors through Him who loved us. Even when it does not look or feel like we are. I remind you that Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, suffered and died on the cross at Calvary. Jesus was the original super, mega, ultra, hyper conqueror. And yet in this moment, on this day, it looked hopeless. It looked like all was lost. But when the sun came up on Sunday, Jesus had overcome death itself. The Spirit of God that raised Jesus back to life now lives in you. So live by the Spirit. And in every situation, in every moment of life, be a super, mega, ultra, hyper conqueror through Christ who loves you, who gave himself for you, and showed you the power and faithfulness of God through his resurrection back to life, the life that you now live in and participate in because you belong to Christ. Mm -hmm.